0: pff nfl daily today discussing the tennessee titans and unfortunately edge defender harold landry coming down with an acl injury looks like his season is going to be over torn acl and now trying to figure out what this means for landry who by the way he just gets paid and at least he got his money before the injury sam he was a free agent this offseason but it leaves quite a big hole for the tennessee titans at Edge Defender, where they had a ton of money invested in Harold Landry and then a ton of money invested in Bud Dupree on the other side.
1: Yeah, I mean, obviously for Harold Landry, personally, that's a a major blow. It's a major setback. But as you say, he got his money before it happened, so good for him. For the Titans, I mean, this couldn't have gone worse. Like, they have made a mess out of their edge rusher allocation of resources i guess over the last couple of years they bring in bud dupree last year as a big money free agent he does pretty much nothing last season harold landry the best thing he brought to the table was perpetual availability harold Landry, i guess has been a little bit underwhelming as a pass rusher we've got four seasons now the man hasn't had a pff pass rushing grade above 62.3 which is rank average for the last four years but the last three years He's got a hair under 3,000 snaps to his name. Like, he has been on the field basically every single snap they need him to. He was rushing the passer 600-plus times last season, including the playoffs. Okay, it, it only spat out to kind of 64 pressures, a ton of which were clean up and all those kinds of things. But now they don't have that. Now they've got Bud Dupree, who has been, you know, an injury concern himself, and even when he's been out there, is not productive. And a giant hole with a thousand snaps to fill from somewhere. And we're so late in the day, there aren't a ton of quality, you know, free agent available, edge rushers on the market. They don't have a ton of obvious, you know, in-house replacements to just step into a bigger role because Landry's had all the snaps. Like they haven't had a chance to debut anybody or to blood them to get these guys playing time before they, they have to rely on them. Man, this is a rough spot for Tennessee.
0: Yeah, so there, Landry, you mentioned our numbers. The the pass rushing grade isn't great, but he did have a ton of sacks last year, a lot of pressures because a, a lot of the opportunities, 13.5 NFL uh, tracked sacks, uh, 16 by our number here at PFF. But again, it was on a high number of rushes, a lot of uh, late in the down type of plays. But I think the the value that Landry was bringing to the table, in addition to availability, I think you nailed that part of it, was his ability to drop into coverage. You know, He's done that over a hundred times each of the last three years as well. And that's never the number one role for an edge defender, but some defenses rely on that more than others. And the Titans are one of those defenses. We saw what they did to Joe Burrow in the playoffs with the nine sacks that wasn't just purely getting up there and overpowering people at the line of scrimmage. They scheme up their pressure and using Harold Landry to drop into coverage so they could bring linebackers, so they could bring uh, a little trickeration as far as the pass rush goes. That's where Landry afforded them a little bit of leeway. He was solid just you know, being able to play in space. Um, and that is an underused skill set in today's NFL than it was maybe 10 to 15 years ago where a lot of teams were playing th- true 3-4 defenses and dropping their edge defenders into coverage. So I think that's the other aspect of this was Landry's every down availability, but also the ability to drop into coverage and, and really give the Titans some options to manufacture pass rush, which they've done extremely well these last couple of years.
1: Yeah, they have, and he's been—he's a very versatile athlete who can do a lot of things. But unfortunately, the thing that people think he's best at, rushing the passer, he hasn't really been. I'll throw you some numbers in addition to the grade to kind of highlight that from last year. Obviously, we talked about the pass rushing grade never been higher than sixty-two and a half. He had a lot of pressures last year, so let's compare him to Miles Garrett, who has been one of the best pass rushers in the NFL for the last few years. Total pressures last season, um, just in the regular season, sixty-nine. For, sorry, in, including the playoffs. 69 for Harold Landry, 78 for Miles Garrett. So that's reasonably close. But the pass rush win rate for Harold Landry is 12.2%. It's 25.7% for Miles Garrett. So more than double the pass rush win rate. And in large part, that's because not most, but a lot of Harold Landry's pressure is coming from unblocked or clean up plays. So what are we at here? 41 of his 69 pressures were either unblocked or clean-up. That's a monster number. The, it's 20 of 78 for Miles Garrett. So we're talking about a guy who wins late in the play, who wins a lot because it's a clean-up play, or he's just not blocked entirely, which is schematic pressure more than Harold Landry winning one-on-one, and a guy who's getting pressure because of the sheer weight of opportunity of pass rushes. So on the one hand for Tennessee, it's good because, you know, the, the amount of pressure that Howard Landry is producing is being produced a lot simply because he's on the field for 1,000 snaps. On the other hand, you now have to find 1,000 snaps from somewhere, and there's no obvious source to turn to. You know, you can turn to young guys on the roster, of which there aren't, you know, obvious uh, candidates to just step in and pick up 1,000 snaps. If you want to go the veteran route, you're talking about You know, maybe JPP's got one last bit of gas in the tank. Everson Griffin, like, it's not not a great group.
0: I'll give you a couple other names that could be available, but first, we gotta get you ready for week one of the NFL with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Bet just $5 on any football game and get $200 in free bets instantly. And now everyone can experience the thrill of DraftKings early win promotion. You get up seven and you win. Bet on any NFL team of your choice. And if your team leads by seven points at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. Best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code PFF and get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on any football game. It's code PFF only at DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by juris- jurisdiction. Elig- eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for terms and resources. Gambling problem? Call one gambler minimum $5 deposit, and Wager, $200 issued as eight $25 free bets. I stumble over the same part every single day. Don't worry about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, I'm only looking, Sam, at some edge defenders who have dropped into coverage at a similar level over these last couple of years. Because if the Titans do want to keep that same defense, you know, JPP might not be that guy that you really want playing in space. You might not you might lose some of that flexibility. Uh Gennard Avery is a guy that's bounced around. He's had two teams in 10 days right now. I don't know. He might be signed again for all I know at this point, but he's at least a hybrid linebacker edge defender that maybe the Titans should take a look at if he's still available as a press time here. Uh, Just because he can rush the passer a little bit, he could play in space. The one other guy that's played pretty well across the league, uh, Andrew Van Ginkle for the Dolphins. He's an edge defender in name, but he could drop into coverage a little bit. He's rushed the passer pretty well over the last couple of years. And the Dolphins have some depth now at edge defender with Melvin Ingram coming in. They re-signed Emmanuel Ogba. Uh, They have Jalen Phillips. So I'm just trying to look for players that might fit what the Titans want to do. There's not a lot of these guys around the league, only three edge defenders dropped into coverage at least a hundred times last year. Landry was one of them. Tyus Bowser from the Baltimore Ravens, Van Ginkel, who I mentioned, and then Benson Maioa of the Seahawks. It is not a common role uh, to find somebody to directly replace a Harold Landry.
1: Yeah, and I, I think because, as we said, there, it's not a good group of free agents. I think it's not a particularly good group of candidates in-house. I, if they want to do something about that, I think they're going to need to turn to trades. Um, and there, by you know, by the nature of things, there aren't going to be a ton of available players at this point in the season. One name, though, that jumps out, and this is not a guy that fits that role. Like, if he comes in, it's going to have to change what you ask of him or platoon the, the job with somebody else. But somebody that can legitimately still get after the passer and is probably available for the right kind of offer, Robert Quinn from the Chicago Bears. I would imagine the Bears are willing if not eager to trade away Quinn at some point before the trade deadline this season and you know all of a sudden Tennessee needs an edge rusher now Robert Quinn needs to have his hand in the dirt needs to play as a true 4-3 defensive end kind of pass rusher so it's it's not a good fit from a schematic point of view but you know the the systems in today's NFL and defense are so intertwined so connected that you can work around that if you have to. You know, the idea of putting Robert Quinn in the defense, figuring out how that works around him, uh, is probably better than not having anybody and having you know, the perfect schematic fit for nobody
0: yeah like we said, not not the best options in the world so we've we've given you a couple. we've given you some people to look at uh, Richard Weavers probably the guy that uh, has a chance to to step in at least from a pass rushing aspect uh, linebacker Zach Cunningham is a, you know he plays in the middle he's got some size and length not to replace as an edge rusher, but maybe they do blitz a little bit more using their inside backers this season in Tennessee and look, Bud Dupree didn't play much last year, but he does have experience dropping into coverage and doing some of the stuff like I said that the Titans like to do so well, one more uh, team I would be calling would be
1: Denver, who all of a sudden have quite a lot of young pass rushers that sort of showed well in preseason. And I don't know who you could potentially prize away from Denver with a trade, but I would essentially, my, my pitch as Tennessee would be to phone up the Broncos and say, hey, you have a lot of edge rushers. <laughs> Which one would be available to us if we you know, were willing to part
0: with whatever and just see if you can get a deal done? It's a pivotal year for Bradley Chubb, and maybe, you know, I don't know that they have a replacement directly for him in Denver, but maybe as he heads into, you know, contract time here, maybe that's somebody you could pry away, like you said. So tough one for the Tennessee Titans. Harold Landry, out for the season, torn ACL. PFF, NFL Daily.